Hey guys, before we get to the podcast, I just want to give you a quick um, update. We have a hookup for you. You want to get a free Sound the Sirens koozie, go to chewworks.com. Um, our dog's name is Tinsley, and we try to take care of her the best we can. Raw hides, we found out, aren't very good for dogs. So a buddy of mine started a company that has a, it's called a hold the chew, but you put a collagen chew in that they come with. And there's no way the dogs can chew, um, can choke on it. So, um, or there there's no way they can chew it all the way down and have problems with it. So go check it out. It's at chewworks.com. Use the promo code STC for Sound the Sirens, and you'll get a free koozie. Check it out. Down court, off the glass, good, double Tinsley. But something special is in the air here. Long. Bowl games, Brees Hall over the right side, powering in, touchdown Cyclones. Well, to the 10, to the left side, to the 5, touchdown! Oh my goodness, what a run by Wall. Welcome back to another edition of Sound the Sirens. I'm your host, Thomas Ornis, and today I'm joined with my father, Craig Ornis. Um, I guess it's kind of been a while since we've been on our YouTube in this studio. Yeah. Uh, lots happened. It's we're airing this when there's only 18 days left in all our ranked seventh ranked team. Seventh rank. Yeah. That's crazy. It's the, as you were saying earlier, it was the, the highest strength of the state of Iowa team in the preseason poll since 1985. In the state of Iowa. That was, yeah, that was a shocking statistic. I mean, yeah, we knew it wasn't us, but yeah, we, this, uh, we're going to beat Iowa, uh, you and I, hopefully. And, God. And no, let's not even go there. I mean, I, when we sat at the UAB game, do you remember that? When no, was, I'm just saying that. We like, were talking about what happens if we yeah. lose. Don't say that. No, I'm saying uh, if we do win, let's just say that. Okay. When we do. Yeah, when we win, um, when we play Iowa, it will be, it'll be the first time we're both ranked. And we'll could be a top fifteen matchup if Iowa beats Indiana, hopefully, which is a pretty tough. That's a pretty tough. Opener that's a pretty tough opener for them. Yeah. But yeah, it's just been a lot of up and downs. With me and you and uh, me and Ryan, you and Ryan talked about the Big Twelve expand, like the turmoil of the Oklahoma and Texas. It's just like up and down, up and down, wow. and it just. I don't know if it's just like media trying to get clicks and. Emotion, like there's so much emotion over it, so I feel like they just any little headline that murmur of news, they just get Iowa State fans and like the eight teams that are in jeopardy of not knowing what they're doing, their fan bases to click on their articles. I think that a little bit of that's going on. Oh, there's a lot of that going on. I mean, if you take, you know, the headline, what was the headline Sunday? The Pac-12, Big Ten, and ACC were having discussions about a. Alliance about scheduling or whatever. Well, you know, then it says Big 12 not included. Well, of course, we're not going to be included right now. I mean, but very easily could be all of those teams could be a part of one of those conferences. It's not going to happen this year. Yeah. And, but everybody's. And like you have to, you have button. to have the athletic subscription to even read the article. Right. Yeah. So like. A lot of clickbait out there. I mean, yeah. Which. There's so much emotion going on because, like, we're we're kind of like at a high of an Iowa State cyclone. If 
for sure. Like your, your lifetime for sure with football. Oh yeah. I mean it, I was in junior high when the Earl Bruce age was going on. And like when we interviewed Bruce Reimers, he was talking about the, you know, Iowa was awful back then. Yeah. Before Hayden Fry. Right. And we were really good, but even then we were never on TV. I mean, all my memories of Iowa state football growing up was listening to it on the radio and then getting to watch the Peach Bowl. I remember that because it was, you know, we never got to see him live if, unless you went there. So now I think everybody gets connected to the team even more, a lot more, because you can actually see him on TV. I mean, which. Yeah. But you, do you remember when the Texas is, uh, what's their, what was their conference that blew up with Rice? Southwest Conference. Do you remember like that time? Do you remember that at all? When they. When it was the, like 1995. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't remember the con- the reason that they blew up. I mean, that was r- right around the time that like message boards and that crap started. Yeah. Cause I remember, uh, Jim Rome, you know, had a talk show, which I listened to a lot back then. He always called his, his, uh, listeners, the clones, yeah. which I'd never did figure out why. Yeah. And I would always make a comment about, you know, we're the real clones or some stupid thing like that. Um, but I just remember the last big eight tournament we won basketball with Tim Floyd. And then it just kind of all of a sudden we adopted these extra Texas teams and it just didn't seem like that big a deal. I mean, it was, it was a big deal because of money and expanded the conference and the big eight was not the big eight anymore. It had been around for, you know, at that time, 50 years at least or whatever. So I, you know, I don't remember it being, but that, you know, everything has changed because of social media. Yeah. The littlest thing. I mean, take your tweet yesterday. Yeah. You put one tweet out about, people's pets yeah and then people and people people are i mean it was awesome it was yeah. really hilarious i mean I, I did the analytics i looked at analytics on it Sixteen thousand people saw it yeah so i mean right so you this the whole social media has changed some taking some things that are trivial and made them all of a sudden really yeah. important so back which then which what's makes this so impressive by oklahoma and texas keeping us under wraps for so long like it was yeah was right no rumors like basically just look at the news now like any little small Maybe a rumor. Uh, this source of a source says that te- Oklahoma, Texas might leave, but it was just like, bam, they're leaving. Yeah. And yeah. It's whoever did that should be working for the CIA because yeah. nobody knew what was going on. I mean, I don't think, I would hope Bullsby didn't know what was going on. Because, like, like God, the, how, why, how did you not? The week before, it was like, this is the happiest our conference has ever been. We, uh, someone actually, I don't know if it, someone asked him about realignment, but like, he's like, yeah, I love her conference sitting at but they're talking about playoff expansion and like it was bulls being like the sec uh commissioner and they want 12 teams and if they kept since the big 12 is a power five and has the least amount of teams that means each team gets more money right than like everyone else so it's yeah, just, just on right yeah i got back there okay. so, right. um yeah just it's just a whirlwind of emotions that it should just be like Iowa State just being really excited about a football team that it's like Purdy's coming back. I've got like the my best, it's arguable between Sage, Seneca, and Purdy. They're, Purdy's like the big, best four-year guy. Sure, yeah. And Brees Hall. Sage may have something to say about that. I mean, Sage yeah. didn't have the weapons possibly. I don't know. I mean. It's just like, yeah, they're pretty similar. And – just like a collective, like Brees Hall is the best running back since Troy Davis. 
and which is funny because Troy Davis had a real big issue of him having 28 when Brees was sure. a freshman. Remember that? Uh, yeah. And because uh, he thought it was supposed to be retired, and maybe they'll retire after Brees. Yeah, who knows? Because, like, those two, he finished sixth in the Heisman as a sophomore and just really impressive kid. And Yeah, and he's, I guess he's gotten bigger. Yeah. I mean, all of them have, you know – Obviously, they're. I think they want to take the next step. So they're all. If you've seen, you know, the video of um, the Simmons kid, that's an offensive lineman, and mm-hmm. Remsburg. I mean, geez, they've been eating a lot. I mean, and that's kind of the mind blowing thing to me about the guys we've interviewed from past years, like when Todd Blythe and Seneca, and, and then Bruce Reimers that we interviewed, talking about how little of food they had to eat. Yeah. I mean, those guys had to be hungry all the time. Like, I mean, Bruce Rimmer says they gave him five bucks and they, they would not feed them feed them on Sunday night. Yeah. That's insane. He was 6'7", 290. It's funny. Like, Bruce Rimmer's and then, like, Todd Blythe played, like, what, 25 years after Bruce right. Rimmer's? And it was, like, the same conditions. Well, that's the thing, what I, the thing that I thought was hilarious is that all of you alumni have been in state gym. State gym today is not what state gym was 25 years ago. Because they've done a lot of remodeling. I've seen they've got that ginormous, you know, hot tub in there now that you can actually go sit and watch away games and stuff in it. So it's a really cool place. But, you know, um, Ryan Harklaw was lifting weights in the basement of State Gym, the same as Bruce Reimers was yeah. in the early 80s. Yeah, so we've made no no progress. Which is, which, which is nuts what Mac did. Like that, right. That's why Mac was such a huge part of Iowa State because yeah. he – like, it's like Mac and then Johnny Orr. Like, those guys really, like, push, like, the loyalty and, like, passion through the Iowa State fan base, which, which like, our family. Like, without Johnny Orr, like, I mean, Grandma and Grandpa went before then, but it wouldn't be, like, as passionate because, like, oh, we were not as good. No. Well, I mean, I think the thing that I think is interesting, just in my lifetime thinking about Iowa State, the coaching hires – is that every time we've made a mistake or having a coaching hire that didn't work, it just sets us back so far. You go back to Johnny Majors, you know, went on to have a great career at Tennessee. We followed that hire up with Earl Bruce, who then had success as well. But then we go to Donnie Duncan and Jim Kreiner, and things did not go very well. I can't think of anything because if – because, like, me, like, I usually like Iowa State history, like, but them, I've, like, never really heard those names before. Yeah, I mean, Jim, I mean, I, those were the high school guys. And then Jim Walden was a really a great interview and had a little success at times, but we never had any. And we were always saying, you know, we can't compete with Nebraska. We can't compete with Iowa. We can't compete with Oklahoma. I mean, that, and that's the thing that's kind of cool to see Campbell sticking it to all those people saying, yeah, yeah, we can. I mean, yeah. we just have to. A lot of a lot of it has to do with attitude, and which is look. it's just crazy how fast it's happened. Yeah, like I mean, in this day and age, too. Yeah, I mean, where it's hard to like my generation not like talk about about my generation, but you, our generation has to like, oh, this is ha- like that. We have to be shown like this is gonna work. But yeah, like, delayed gratification. Your yeah. your generation does not like which I mean, like they want it, they want it Amazon Prime success. Yeah, like want it tomorrow. But, but David. And like Hakeem and then Lazard, just like went from like went from Campbell losing to you and I's first game, right? To like 
13 months later beating Oklahoma number five number three Oklahoma at Oklahoma like talk about the biggest jump of all jumps just those are you know those are those are big hurdles to cross I mean but we thought you know when Paul Rhodes was here and we went at Nebraska yeah I mean that was a big hurdle but then we just didn't quite get over the hump with that so it's been you know like Ryan Harclaw said you know it's kind of been a journey and Everybody gets nervous about this whole Big 12 thing. Just, you know, forget about it. We're at, it's not, we can't control it. We got a really good guy in charge. Just have to trust the process. I think we've heard that but from like, somebody before. Like, I just, like, it's not that long ago where we're worrying about Fred leaving. There like, we, if, remember that? Like, we remember, like, every offseason, Fred's going to leave, Fred's going to leave. Like, that's, like, kind of what our focus was, like, after the seasons. We should have just enjoyed it more. Right. Just like looking at, obviously the Steve Promare didn't work out, but like, same thing happened with Tim Floyd. Yeah, we won the last Big Eight tournament, and everybody was talking about the Bulls. Then. Which I watched the last dance again, and it's just like crazy how. Yeah. What's his face? The big round GM. What's his name? Kraus was the Kraus Jerry Kraus. He was the GM, but he wasn't the guy. Who was the? He was the general manager. Who was the short? I thought Joe, Jerry was Jerry. Yeah, you're right. You're Jerry right. Kraus, yep, yep. Invi- like they're a friend. They were fishing buddies somehow. Yeah. And then like they, uh, he invited Jerry Krause's daughter was invited all the Bulls organization, but Phil Jackson <laughs> and he invited Tim Floyd. So like, just, and, and Michael Jordan used to refer to him as pink, 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 Floyd. pink Floyd. Yeah. He wasn't going to play for him. Yeah. So. It's just, yeah. I'm just, as I was saying, just like having Monte and George, that's like, Purdy and Brees Hall, we should just soak it in and just enjoy it. Like, yeah. don't really like. What's the worrying about five years from now? Like, why would you make that? Why would you do that when we have what we have now? So, are you li- are you listening to yourself? You're the one that's worrying about it. A yeah, no, you're I'm the just, one that calls me all the time, yeah. ready to jump off a cliff because of the Big Twelve thing. I mean, I've been trying. So, hopefully, you're just talking yourself and this because. Well, the, the thing that's different about this is. Like just, I mean, we're talking. I'm talking circles, but what's different it's about the now roller coaster is like we it can fall off so much faster because like players can leave whenever they want. Yeah. Like, don't you think that's going to change though? I mean, no. this was a COVID thing. No, people. You don't think that you don't think the the immediate eligibility thing is no, going to change? It's set in stone because like the NCAA over the last year just lost all their power. Like yeah. players get paid. Um, transfers like so. What do they even do? They're just well. They're supposed to have some summit in January to rewrite their rules, like a constitutional they, convention thing. Which they should have done that five years ago. Uh, should have done that a long time ago. Or yeah, which yeah, um, yeah. I'm just saying. Just talk to myself. Talking to Iowa State fans. Enjoy it. We got Brock Purdy. Which Ryan like talking to Ryan is like our oh, backups yeah. are just as good. So like. You watch those videos that they that the Cyclone football posts on Twitter and stuff. Man, our guys are put together. Like if I mean, they if really they didn't if they didn't put the numbers on them, like you couldn't tell who's who because they're all right. jacked and fast. Even that um, Jalen Noel kid that's yeah. getting a lot of talk. I mean, he's eighteen years old and he looks like yeah. a man. I mean, he's he's really put together for being straight out of high school. And yeah, shout out to Jalen. Yeah, thanks Howard for wearing the shirts, dude. Howard Brown and go subscribe. And how, so. I read that Howard Brown played quarterback yeah. in high school. There's like a big barstool thing. Have you yeah. seen a picture of him? Yeah, he's huge. I mean, he's fast too. Good lord! You, you didn't see that? It was a video last year. Like 
So yeah, how the, much weight has he put on since he played quarterback? I, I don't know. Well, he was a like big boy running the quarterback. He had like a long run. That was on like on a huge viral video of Barstool. He's hilarious. Yeah. If you watch their vlog thing. Yeah. I mean, I'm not sure that we might be able to give him a little bit of some tips on cooking, but yeah, <laughs> I don't think I can, but maybe you can. <laughs> um, yeah. So we've been just, it's been a lot of like, cause like the big 12 things like such a huge topic. It just basically distracts us from what's in front of us. Like, well, you don't need to let it distract you. I mean, but it's like, it's all, it's all anyone talks about. Well, stop listening to those people. I know. I mean, I don't, what I'm sick of listening to when I listen to radio and other stuff about Iowa state, I am so sick of listening to people talk about the kicker. The kicker? We talk about, you know, whether we're going to kick it out of the end zone and, but, you know, all this kind of stuff. But yeah, who cares? I know it's a big play, but, you know, let's mention it maybe and move on. I'm nope. sick of thinking nope. about the kicker. Nope. I know it's a big play. We, if we had a kicker last year, we would have been in the playoff. Just let's break it down. I'll okay, be- so so what? So why are we t- – but, but, but look, just a- let's go back to the Big 12 championship game. We're not. I don't even know who the place kicker was, but we finally scored. Remember that we finally scored, and then we kick right before half. Kick just like a little, oh, yeah, and they run it back to like our forty, and they score at the very end. But then we're not even talking about that. We're talking about kicking at kickoff. Yeah, that's I mean kickoff. that's what everybody's talking about. That's what, I mean, just I don't know. No, I'm, I'm saying just, I'm just. We've got so many other talented guys, but I'm and, saying and I'm nothing a, against kickers. I'm not. Beating up kickers. Like I mean, last but, year, I'm a, I am. I'm beating up kickers <laughs> from last year. So, like, last year, like, special, rugby punt, punt 20 yards. special teams last year was, like, the literally the only consistent thing that we were just, like, man, what if we could just have a kicker yeah. that can kick well, it I'm, to yeah, the I'm end zone? Yeah, I'm not going to disagree with you. Yeah. And, like, that's, like, the only thing, like, a consensus, consensus that we need to be better from last year is a kicker. And it was not, like, it's not a mistake that the first signing after the Big 12 championship game was. Yeah. The, the oh, no doubt. Yeah. yeah. I'm just, I'm just think it's kind of getting beat to death, but because like, just my opinion, people are just uh, looking for improvement, and like that's a speaking that of a, improvement, man. The pictures of the stadium are, and I drove by. I moved, uh, moved somebody to college on Friday, and drove drove by the stadium a couple of times. Holy yeah. crap! Yeah, it looks I mean, so cool. Oh my! If you guys haven't seen it yet, yeah, I mean, it is really cool. Yeah, it's pretty slick. I went there a couple weeks too, and I mean, it was like. To a point, like they got, they have like three weeks to get this done. And yeah, they've got them. They did pretty well. And you can walk all the way around the stadium while yeah. staying inside the stadium. Now, I mean, you can't see insane. like the, you can't see inside the stadium from outside the stadium anymore. That's new. Yeah, and uh, we still got the hillside. Yeah, yeah, so. it's, it's really cool. I mean, I, I got my fingers crossed that we're going to be able to get through this little bubble of the of the of the Rona, so we can not. I You're think talking about issues, but, but I think we're to the point now where athletic departments need so, money. Like what we talked about today, um, you know, with uh, the Raiders, the Raiders yeah. saying you have to be vaccinated or they're going to vaccinate you at, at the stadium. And yeah. then you have to wear a mask to get into the games. Are they going to do that for the UNLV game? I don't. Yeah. I'm not, I decided not to go to that game. Not because of that reason, but yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't, that's not, it wouldn't make any difference to me either, but that'll be interesting. It just, it's just, uh, yeah, I, I didn't see anything about that. Yeah. I've seen, like, a little more about, I think, there's one school that they're going to show, like, vaccination cards and all that, which my thing about, Gosh. I don't really care about the vaccine. I got vaccinated, like, okay, whatever. There's, like, whatever. Because I wanted to, I got vaccinated, so I wanted to interview Trevor Ryan, and I didn't want that to be an issue. That's, like, sure. the main reason why I got vaccinated, which is kind of a dumb reason, but. 
got to do? What do you got to do for the podcast? You know? Right. Yeah. They're um, going for the team. Yeah. And uh, so, like, I'm just, what I'm saying is, like, you, the Iowa State people that scan the tickets are, I know one of my best friends played a DMAC. They are the ones that do scan the tickets. So, like, yeah. how much longer of a process is that going to be? They give me the vaccination place, yeah. too. Yeah. Which they'll actually have to hire because, like, the DMAC players are just volunteers that don't want to be there. So, right. like, they'll have to actually yeah. hire people to do that, I think. Yeah, I don't want to talk about vaccines or COVID anymore because I'm sick of thinking about it. Which, I, that's, like, the only thing that I thought of was, like, how much longer it's going to take to get in the stadium. Or it's going to be a joke. And, like, yeah. I mean, they're just going to say, oh, here's my card, and it's your library card. Yeah. I mean, it's... At, I mean, the, at some point, these athletic departments are going to want money for full Jack Trice. And, oh, sure. And, like, last year... It was a, I went, like, you guys didn't go to any games last year. It was, it was a fun time. Cause you yeah. could, which I wish they can still, you could, last year you could bring whatever you want in the stadium. So you bring like snacks and. You brought more than snacks. Yeah, you can bring, and <laughs> whatever the, wasn't our water bottle is for a discussion for another day, but yeah, it was, it was a fun time. It was just like, none of the games in call. I think me and Michael didn't go to the Oklahoma game. We watched it here yeah. with Derek Clark. Um, but every other game, like, we went to, every home game was, like, not close other than the Baylor one. Yeah. Which, so, were there, I mean, you couldn't tailgate. We, I mean, the, you, you there, did. there was, like, the only parking was, like, uh, I don't know. There's, like, the pay parking, which wasn't on the university, um, university land, which people just, it was kind of, like, underground railroad tailgating, but, like, yeah. there was, like, only, like, 60 people which that's insane it just can't i can't i yeah. mean i can't even imagine. it was really weird i'm sure it was weird because like, i could hear you guys on the broadcast yeah i mean it's they could see i could pick you up because you're off yeah. like in one little corner by yourself which it was yeah it was strange it was like very eerie it's like walking to a stadium where it's just like empty parking lots and just everyone's like being weird about like walking distance yeah, that had to be bizarre for the players too. Yeah. I mean, I, I let it, let the players off the hook in my just from my opinion of the Louisiana game. I mean, because yeah. I remember, I think it was Chase Allen had one of the first touchdowns, and he looked turned around, celebrate to no one. And yeah, I mean, it was like there's no crowd noise, nobody's getting it pumped up, and it was yeah. I really I could just see him running off the field like you know this feels like practice is what the body language said to me, and you know my son played high school football last year and the. The crowds were okay, and but he played high school basketball last year in front of just parents. Yeah, and I was still remember, you know, he ran out for our sub-state final game, and that was the first full gym he'd been in. Yeah, and he runs out as a sixteen-year-old kid, the first time he ever ran out in front of a full crowd, and he's smiling good. from ear to ear during layup drills. And after the game, I said, "What were you smiling about?" He goes, "That was so fun running out in front of yeah. all those people." I mean, it had to be the same way which, for those guys, which is like. Looking back on, like, my career, like, not having crowd, like, it'd be, like, I don't know if it's better or worse to, like, get integrated in a varsity sports when you don't, like, have, yeah, like, crowd, yeah. like, there's no, like, oh, your classmates are in there. Yeah. You're just, like, it's just, like, basically brings you back to travel basketball, honestly. I remember when, uh, when I was coaching high school basketball, we had one year we couldn't get any cheerleaders. We had no cheerleading sponsor, so we had no cheerleaders, and, you know, Coaches sometimes complain about cheerleaders and, you know, them being noisy in the bus when you lose and all this stuff, you know. And I really completely changed my appreciation for cheerleaders that year because during timeouts, 
it was like a morgue. Yeah. I mean, nobody's cheering, nobody's doing, you know, whatever cheers at in between timeouts or at halftime and everything because they're there and the student section's just sitting over there trying to figure out what to do. And I just completely changed my, my appreciation for cheerleaders. And I, that had to be kind of the way the kids felt last year when they were playing in that Louisiana game. Cause you know, they just come off of, I think there's like, a lot more going on than we've been told, but especially like when coaches had to probably change their, uh, it's like they can't like scream across the field because like the other coaches can hear what they're saying. Yeah. Cause like usually you don't have that because like there's crowd noises. Yeah. It's, it was, yeah, it was a weird year, but I'm hoping it's, Mostly behind us, but who knows? I mean, yeah, that's yeah. I had COVID. I had COVID in March, and I don't want it again. I'll tell you that it was a long, it was yeah, a it was long the, eight days. I was the fifty-third person to have COVID in Humboldt County. Yeah, like two I, years ago. I for, thank thank yeah. God for thank God for the NCAA tournament and online betting because I got sick the day before the tournament started, and I bet five bucks in every stinking game for yeah two weeks. And like the you got you got COVID like three weeks or like. It was like about in the time with the Florida. So like if it, it would have lined up, you would have not gotten be able to go to Florida. I, I, too. You know, I actually, I think I told you this, but I went and got a test to see if I was still contagious two days before we left yeah. because that was going to be the game changer yeah. if I couldn't go. And so I wasn't. All the science I'd read was correct when I did the test. They, yeah. I knew the pharmacist that did it for me. And anyway, so, enough COVID talk. So yeah. So I yeah. So we came out ranked seventh. Being two spots above Notre Dame, that kind of looked weird. Yeah, like our uh, awesome. my um, my mom's uh, whole side of the family is Notre Dame fans who I work for. It's just so weird, like walking up to me, like, "Hey, no, do you ever think I would say we ranked ahead of Notre Dame?" Yeah, like you know, like five years ago when we could. You see, my our my niece is dating a guy that works for West Virginia. Yeah, Did you see him talking smack to me on Instagram. I, I didn't see that. I, I made Will a Bradley. post. Yeah, and he he was. Uh, talking talking to me a little bit because he's an oklahoma fan yeah so which don't talk too much matt because he's gonna no host us for the at west virginia game this year which it was it was not mean by any means yeah he's uh um uh, are they engaged christine no No, they're not so um um well did you hear that uh cousin's uh boyfriend who's an oklahoma fan and iowa fan so and works at west virginia yeah so he likes to talk some smack. Yeah, he's good at it though too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So now ranked seventh going into the season is going to be kind of cool. I'm just you know, like Todd Blythe said a few weeks ago when we interviewed him, we just need to look like the seventh ranked team. Yeah, just come when, out and come out and hammer them and and but you and I is you and I. They got a lot of Iowa kids. They're going to give but us the best. What's different about this team is like those teams like the first stringers are so much better than the second and third stringers but right. like, like Campbell's like if they don't show up they can just throw in guys who want to play or are ready to play when he said we have 11 offensive starting offensive linemen that's never been able to say that i mean cuz like the roads there are like two linemen roller ankles the first game and we'd be throwing well, we lost Trevor Downing last year didn't we yeah i mean that was a big loss i mean yeah. wasn't as big as it could it, if that if that happens Five years ago, you know, yeah. it, it's it a did, game, complete It did game happen. Change. Like the center was, it was like a Oh, couple, yeah, that's right. It was, uh, what was his Farniak. name? Yeah, Farniak. What, yeah. yeah, that just like, yeah. and like uh, uh, Bundridge, the first couple plays. Yeah, like there's awful. so many times where just like the first couple plays is like we get excited for the season and then. So what are you looking forward to the most? I mean, if we're assuming that nothing's going to change here in the next couple of weeks, 
you know, we're going f- full tilt, tailgating the whole bit. What's the thing you're looking forward for, to the most? I'm looking forward to just walking through the tailgate lots and seeing, like, oh, yeah, I haven't talked about the Field of Dreams, but we can oh, get yeah. to that a little later. But which uh, just, like, seeing people happy, like, in a group of people and just, like, feeling like we made it kind of moment and just, like, be a big family because like last year was like we've already talked about that it was kind of, it was just sad yeah it was so sad and like just it's like oh like the anticipation for this tailgate lots and seeing people we haven't seen in so long and being able to enjoy a top 10 team with the whole fan base and we still haven't been able to celebrate the fiesta bowl win right with no fans and which is crazy and the roar that's yeah. when the kids come out of the tunnel for the first time, the roar that that stadium is going to make is going to be deafening. Like, I think, but I don't, we aren't, won't, we will have not cornered the market on that. And every stadium in the country that has a team that's going to yeah. have a full stadium, the whole, all of them are just going to go bananas. Especially like the Big Ten, like with that zero fans. It's zero fans, right. Yeah. Like it'll be. Yeah. It's going to be, I think people are going to be emotional. Like it's going to be that. And impacting. I think, you know, Let's transition to your field of dreams experience. I think that had a lot to do with it. Yeah, the way the field, you know, your your field when you went to the game and how it was received. I mean, I was in on the road for work, and you texted me and said, "Turn on, turn on Major League Baseball Network." And I wasn't home, so I came flying home, and yeah. I got back at four o'clock, and I turned on the TV, and I didn't move until he hits the walk off home run. And I told my wife, I said, "I have not, I haven't watched a baseball game from beginning to yeah. end for." years you're not alone and i was just enthralled in the you know the whole pregame thing and kevin costner telling the same story on three different networks yeah. and all that stuff i mean but i was coaching i was assistant baseball coach at north polk high school in 1989 the summer that came out so that was my first year out of college and we made the state tournament that year and we were really good and i was super into baseball that's my dream job out of college was to be a head baseball coach and, and so feel the dreams fit right into that and and so the whole baseball emotion thing I, I was really enthralled with, but there's a lot of people with their own stories. Yeah. One of my best friends um, in the company I work for died of cancer um, 20 years ago. And one of his last wishes is that he wanted to go to the field of dreams. And so they took him and he'd been through chemo and he, you know, was just a walking skeleton. And there's a picture of him being at the field of dreams. So that play, there's something about that place that just invokes a lot of emotions, but I was jealous as heck that I wasn't there like you were. Yeah. Louis, uh, shout out Louis Courier, my one of my good friends, won the second part of the lottery, and he ch- chose me over his dad, who's a yeah, huge White Sox fan. Wow, but can't believe that one. Which uh, I think, which honored. It was one <laughs> of the best, probably the best sporting event I've ever been to, which I had no like in- anticipation for it. Because like, I couldn't name one White Sox player. No. and I didn't even know who Jose Abreu played for the White Sox. Yeah, it was... I watched like the movie like the morning before I went and just going there and there's every it was like the happiest group of people I've ever it was just <laughs> like the it was like a two ticket thing so it was, it was like a dad and a little boy oh, sure. yeah. it was just it was a uh, magical in every, every sense and like the game like forget the game like just like that like the going and playing catch there's so many people playing catch with their son or older dad and like. It was, yeah, I'm lost. Lost for words still. It was just so magical. And, like, you, like, the pregame with that and then walking through the cornfield and getting in your stands and just, like, 
we are sitting in Iowa in a cornfield watching <laughs> right. Aaron Judge play catch. I'm like, wow. And then eight thousand fans. It's still mind blowing to me. Those eight thousand fans, and it is still it is the highest grossing um, regular season game by double. Yeah. In history. Yeah. It's, I mean, but every, everybody from Iowa that's listening to this that has detasseled before. I wonder if anybody else was thinking the same thing as I was, is that are these guys going to come through the corn and have little marks on their face yeah. from the, the corn leaves cutting their face like it does when you detassel? But, of course, my brother, who still works kind of in the agriculture field, said those weren't re- th- those were wider rows. They planted the, they planted the corn further yeah. apart. And I thought it was kind of funny, too, that they put straw down between the rows so nobody would get dirt on their feet. And It was funny seeing, like, New Yorkers and – that it's like seeing corn for the first time. It's right. just like kind of a And fun. trying to take a bite out of field corn. Yeah. I mean, all of the Iowa guys were getting a kick out of that too, but that's just the way it is. I mean, we've grown up around it forever, and I've got a field of corn across the street from me. I mean, it's just yeah. the way it is. So they cap, it was cool. The game, capping it off with seven or eight home runs. And, yeah. I mean, the concession stands were like so expensive. Nine bucks a beer, is that what you said? Yeah, nine bucks a beer, $7 for hot dogs. S- and I thought you said it was five bucks for a hot dog. No, seven bucks dog. for a hot yeah. dog? Nine dollars. Did you try that little apple hot no. dog thing? No, I mean, I that looked gross. But I didn't I didn't see that until after I got home. Yeah, it was and they cap it off with a walk off home run. It was crazy. So now they said was it today they came out and said it's gonna be the Reds and the Cubs next year? Yeah. which I think they could they should do like Red Sox Yankees or I think well, I think they're going I think they're going uh Changing leagues, that's the reason. But then oh. the red the Reds are who played the White Sox in the nineteen nineteen World Series. Oh yeah. And so they're thinking they're gonna throw back that's what I they I was heard today, but so they're gonna use the throwback. And I think the Reds is the oldest one of the oldest franchises in the league still. They've been around forever. I think it was a Cincinnati Red Red Lings or whatever Reds I don't remember. Yeah, I don't anyway. Red stockings, red stockings, excuse me. So um so that's I think that's the connection, but it doesn't really. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm assuming they're going to get more yeah. Ohio people probably driving in for it. Yeah, as like a lifelong Iowa State fan, like what are we like this year? Like what are you uh, looking forward to the most? For the game, just everything. Oh, I think you know it's like we've said on other podcasts. I mean, it's going to be like one big reunion, and I really hope the game lives up to what everybody says it does because I. I think the kids, and I refer to the kids the, as the players because all of them are young or my kids' ages, and and that's the way I look at them. To be honest with you, I have a you know if you're a parent out there and you've got a anybody that's between the ages of 14 and 26, you know what it's like to have a kid get disappointed about something, and and so I know that they're putting their heart heart and soul into the off season and everything. So I empathize with them if things don't go well. I hope it goes really well for them that first day, I mean, that first game, because I just want them to, you know, have a lot of confidence and feel like they delivered for the fans. Because I really honestly do think our players really miss the fans so much that they feel like they owe them a show. Yeah. And so I th- I'm I'm thinking that uh, that'll be the part that I'm most concerned about, to be totally honest with you. But um I'm hoping everybody's careful because it's going to be a Mad long house. day and Madhouse. everybody's got to get in and out of there safely and, you know, use your head. I mean, it's not, 
you know, not worth losing your life or losing a license over. I mean, yeah. but it, it should be fun. I mean, it's, and it's as anybody that lives in, you know, doesn't live in Ames. I live an hour and a half from Ames. It's, it's a long day when it's all said and done. And if it's a long day and it doesn't work out well, I, we're, I was at the, you know, I have, um, friends of mine that we try to get together once a year. And the last time that we went to an Iowa state game was the South Dakota state game Oregon. where we were Oregon. in, we were in, uh, um, the tip top eating chili at eight o'clock in the morning. Oh, yeah. And it was a day, day long thing. We were having a blast. And then that stinking storm came up and I saw Mike Rose as his first play as a division one football player. And he goes sideline to sideline on the first play. And I said, this kid is good. And yeah. then, there was like one more play after that, and then we stand under the overpass and yeah. don't get to don't get to watch it. So I'm hoping for good weather. I'm hoping for a good game. I'm hoping everybody's safe and uh, we can carry the momentum into what could be uh, possibly one of the most hyped Iowa State Iowa games ever. It's going to be. It already is. Yeah. Like, but if they lose to Indiana, yeah, and just, we have a close game against you and I. It's we lose gonna, a little hype. Yeah, I mean, which. I gotta hope it doesn't happen. Which I don't want Iowa to lose that game. I want them no. to be undefeated. And I don't either. Yeah, that Iowa game will be. I want us both to come out and real look really good that yeah. first game because that'll make it a that'll make it even more fun. But I just do hope that both sides the of the fan bases, you know, keep their head and not do something stupid. I mean, I have a had a a lady in my neighborhood that I grew up in that was like a second mom to me that was a huge Iowa State fan, was a donor before donors were even a thing, um, had tickets in the old football field that had tickets in Hilton Coliseum and the Armory, and then she passed away several years ago. But she told me when she was about probably mid-70s that she was at the Iowa Iowa State football game and somebody threw a full beer can at her when she was sitting in a chair, this nice older lady, and she never went back to an Iowa, Iowa State football game after that. She probably missed another, you know, 15 of them because of that one instance. And that's and that's not the only person that's told me something like that. So I'm not blaming Iowa fans. Iowa State fans are, can be just as dumb as they are. Yeah. Um, but we just need to, you know, you know, just keep it in perspective a little bit, especially with what's going on in Afghanistan right now with yeah. all of these people that don't know if they're going to live tomorrow. I mean, give us a little bit of perspective. Be you know, rabid fans, but don't be stupid. Um, just to bring it back to lighthearted, uh, does here's, light-hearted. A, here's a question: Does Iowa bring their band? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Remember when that was like the only problems of our lives was like yeah. the Iowa band and what's his face is tweets when he was like 13 years old. Yeah, that, I don't know. that fiasco. Yeah, no, yeah. it's I, I don't know. Remember when that was like the only thing that was going wrong yeah. was those those topics. That wasn't that long ago. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, I mean, we've, we've gone through a strange 18 months, and you go back to Christmas of 2019. Feels like seven years ago. seems like a million years ago. I mean, it was, yeah. I don't know, but the world can change fast. I mean, we, we're watching it unfold on TV right now. So, I mean, it's everything can change quickly. So, yeah, um, but I think it's still just the game at the end of the day. Yeah, we'll have. A lot more uh, preview to come. So this is what the hold that you, you guys watching on YouTube, we talked about this in the last podcast. Um, this is one of our, Tinsley is our dog. She's the our, uh, one of her favorite things. You unscrew this thing. The These come with it. They go in there and then, you know, if you ever had a dog have a problem with a rawhide before, this will not happen with this. It's something that's designed to hold it so then they can chew on it without uh, 
without um, having any problems. So chewworks.com, every order you place with them, you get a free, and if you use this, the promo code STC um, for Sound the Sirens, you get a uh, free koozie. So check them out and see what you think. Yep, and we uh, don't ever, you don't ever talk about subscribing. Yeah. Make sure you guys subscribe. Subscribe and on, on podcasts. Yeah. Make sure you YouTube. give us a five star rating or whatever the heck it is. Five star. Uh, give us a review. Uh, give us a review. Be yeah. nice. Thomas is a nice guy. You don't have to review me. I'm not part of. I'm, this is yeah. his deal. So check out the black shirts. SoundTheSirens.com. Yep. Yeah, we up. got a no. new website. Uh, new websites up on Shopify. It got SoundTheSirens.com. Yep. Yeah, yeah so just got launched like a couple days ago. And you know what you don't hear? This is the this is the only commercial we got that really wasn't even much of a commercial, but you listen to our, his podcast with you know, that's all about Iowa State. That's the whole point of it. So yeah, we got, we're here to try to Yeah, Mike Michael's not been on. He's been really busy. So hopefully we can get him on before the season starts. Yeah. And uh we're kind of just going with the flow. I'm not sure what the plan is for the season, which I think will pump out more a lot more content because we'll have a more to talk about that's actually football rather right. than all other stuff. And we started talking about basketball a little bit too at some yeah. point. I mean, there's they had the alumni game and those guys. That was a kind of a cool yeah, deal. I mean, uh, which we have actually something to talk about. that's positive with those guys, which is exciting. Which I I personally am excited for if you can pull this off with your Cyhawk podcast. Yeah, is to figure out a way to get that together. You need that would be that'll be a lot of fun. And then yeah. I, I'm pretty sure that. Uh, RVTV is coming to Humboldt, to Humboldt again. Yeah, they love Humboldt. So, so. Yeah, we need to start doing – we need to do something with that, too. Yeah, that would be kind of fun. That would be fun, yeah. Yeah, well, I'll get everything figured out for you guys. And really appreciate you guys listening. And I think we've gotten a lot more listeners the last couple of episodes. I think you guys are getting excited for football season. So Share this with your friends. Tell people about it. I mean, yeah. we're not out looking for a whole bunch of sponsors or anything. We're just trying to spread the word and – um, we're doing. Hey, Thomas is doing this purely for his passion for the Cyclones. So. Yep, and we'll uh, we'll have some sound the sirens flags on the tailgate lot. So if you see one, you can come say hello to. I think Barry's or yep. Uncle Barry's tailgate lots and Justin Log- yep. uh, Lagos. Uh, yeah, there should be one. There should be a couple of them flying around. So. Yep. So appreciate you guys listening and uh, go Cyclones. Yeah, go Cyclones.